Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thanks for stopping by. Let's talk stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all let it grow together. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Just uh, wanted to take a look at uh, some of the changes in the market today. I mean, last time we were talking about uh, when to sell your crypto, how to sell your crypto, and those different strategies. Uh, I had mentioned that uh, I was a pretty much a long-term holder. Most of my coins were locked up. I have probably about 15% that's not locked up uh, on the staking platforms. But uh, today was a rough one. Today was a rough one. I uh, was out working today and I, I checked my, my crypto uh, portfolio throughout the day and I swore that something was wrong with it, that it wasn't reading the right number. But uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about stocks here. Um, we're, we're still on that return to growth, that uh, the growth picks that I, I was talking about last time, more of the um, high multiple, high PE multiple, no dividend stocks. Those are, you know, some of the tech companies we're, we're still rallying today. But uh, my portfolio, I think I've told you, I've got about 53 names in my brokerage account. Um, of those, I believe something like uh, 18 of them were up today, three of which were uh, paid a dividend, and most of them. You know, the remaining 14 or 15 did not. Uh, so that shows me that we still are on that growth path. We're still looking at all the growth names, and that's where money was flowing into today. Um, so, I mean, like the, the ones that were up, uh, uh, as I record this, it is uh, Tuesday, 6.38 on uh, the 7th of September. So I'm sure by this time this comes out, things will probably change again. But uh, here we go. Um, Apple was paying a dividend and they were up. And now that I look at it from the actual market close, it's, it's far less names that were in the green by the end of the day. Um, when I looked earlier, I think Microsoft was up. Yeah, they're about, about flat today. And, uh, Marathon Petroleum was the other one that somehow had eked out a gain. And now they are in the red for the day as well. Um, so that's uh, that's a bit of what I was seeing today. We had a lot of uh, those high growth names uh, rotating to the to the plus side, and all the Dow components, your big blue chip companies, were uh, on on the downward trend. Uh, as I as I said the other day, we're kind of rotating back to that growth. On people are kind of getting out of the uh, the dividend names, the safety names, even though I think we're as, as those growth names go up, I mean, I look towards the, um, the value names and the things that are going to be doing well in a, a slower economy with all the inflation and uh, some of the, the, the different things out in the macro economy that are going to be taking place over the next year. Um, you know, I think it's going to be time to, to buy some of those defensive names, you know, your Pepsi, your Procter & Gamble, your Lockheed Martin different names that are going to be staples of what people have to have versus, you know, some of the, the different uh, 
other names that aren't going to be quite necessities. I think we're going to see a little bit more rotation to to those names um, in the next few months. I, I think they'll, those will come back in favor. So I try to look for them when they are on a dip. So if you're if you're looking and you see some names that are going to be a defensive play that you think, hey, you know, people are going to need soap or paper towels or uh, food, beverage, things like that that aren't necessarily uh, you you go out and spend a bunch of money unless it's like you know the, some of the luxury names are are doing very well, Louis Vuitton and things like that have been have been rolling up real nice, but uh, those those other names that are um, you know maybe kind of in that middle ground of going out to dinner and things like that may do okay. I think the fast casual dining, the Chipotle's, McDonald's, things like that are going to be doing well. But I think kind of your sit down restaurant, the Darden, uh, Olive Garden names, they, they might have a little bit more struggle here if if prices get out of control and people don't want to be going out to dinner and things like that. So um, I'm looking for those names that are going to be uh, be able to weather the storm and kind of get you through to the other side with uh, with some some modest gains and not too much uh, uh, friction in the marketplace. So that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, I did notice that uh, Arc Invest, Kathy Wood, her uh, ETFs, those exchange traded funds, uh, she has been buying. I mean, they're always buying, but. Uh, this week, she was trying to pick up some uh, beaten down stocks. Uh, they were buying Zoom. Um, they bought about $56 million worth of Zoom to put into their ETFs. Uh, they were buying Robinhood. They are buying Robinhood. They bought about $11.5 million to put into the ARC Financial, ARC-F uh, ETF. So there's, there's still a lot of people that are, are trying to get some of these stocks that have been beaten down. Um, you know, Zoom had taken a hit after their earnings and Robinhood had taken a hit after the talks about uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do with their type of business, the, the payment for order flow model and how we can maybe make that a little bit more uh, consumer friendly so we don't have some of these problems with the short interest from uh, hedge funds and how they're making money and playing both sides of the market. Um, so those names are... are you know, going to be scooped up on those dips also. But, uh, you know, today, I mean, the ones that really stood out in my portfolio, big gain was uh, Win Win Resorts. We had SoFi um, rolling about 4.5% up today. DraftKings, um, you know, we had talked about that one a little bit in the group. Uh, Corey had mentioned uh, that the DraftKings price was uh, set to go up to 64, and we were we were getting really close to that today. So good good looking out there, Corey. Um, you know we were uh, we closed the day at 63.58, but I, I think we got to about 63.80 something. Uh, so that one's still rolling up. The next price target on that one is about 70. Um, skills SKLZ rolling up another four percent today. Alibaba about two and two point eight five percent. So some of these Chinese uh, plays are rolling up nicely. You know they have a lot of great companies. It's just the government that we're all worried about. Um, you know companies like uh, JD, Baidu, Alibaba, Neo. They all have this uh, government that they're that they're 
fighting against you you really don't know what the next set of regulations coming out of the Chinese government are going to do to these stocks so we really got to keep an eye on the government as well as the companies but the, the companies are very strong they're trading very cheaply uh Alibaba is something their their PE is very low let me check here uh it's it's about 20 but when you compare that to Amazon um you know Amazon's probably up near 60 so you're you got a lot more upside, I think, on Alibaba, but it's got a lot more risk. So it's it's definitely one to uh, to take a look at, and but you got to weigh your risk. I mean, right now the uh, the average price target on Alibaba is about two hundred and seventy two dollars. That represents a fifty five percent upside on this name. Um, you know, we're we're coming back off of that bottom uh, from the one fifties. Uh, I did buy some last week. I bought a few shares. You know, just to kind of buy it while it was low. We had had that double bottom form in the charts. So we did not set a new low when we when we uh, tested it the second time. So that, that support held. So that's something to definitely look at. Watch the charts, see what they're doing. Try not to catch that falling knife when it's just in free fall mode. You don't want to touch it. You want to wait for it to find a bottom. And then, you know, if it can bounce off that that floor that it sets in the charts, that's when you want to start looking to maybe make a move, depending on what the chart's showing you and what you think about the company, the risk, and do you do you even want to play with a, a Chinese stock? As you know, some of these are uh, they're they're hard to play. They're they're definitely difficult. You know, the Chinese government has got their own thing going on, and we just really don't know where they're going to strike next. So I have a couple Chinese plays: uh, Baidu, Alibaba, Neo. Um, but you know you you've got to certainly be careful with them, and uh, you know stop losses are a great thing if you uh, don't want to ride the wave. But uh, you know set your set your limit and make sure that you've you know you're protecting yourself so you're not losing more than what you're willing to risk. Um, so we've got those, and then where did we go after that one? We had uh, some other ones that were rolling up nicely today as well. Um, Tesla was up another 2.6%, closed the day at 7.53. ChargePoint, uh, still doing all right. We came off of that uh, a little bit push forward. We're, we're down near 22.58. I still still am bullish on that one. And then the, the next two on my list here are Disney and Lucid. Those two rolled up nicely as well. But the ChargePoint, I know we've talked about it. Um, and right now that that price target on that one is 3557 and it's currently sitting at 2260 so that represents a 57% upside and uh when when this infrastructure bill gets squared away and we know how many billions or trillions we're going to put into this thing um you know i i definitely think chargepoint's going to be one of the one of the winners uh i did want to take a look at another one i'll take a look while we're um, on the uh, podcast here. I haven't really looked this, at this one. I just saw, happened to see one while I was at the grocery store was uh, Volta, V-L-T-A. They are doing EV charging for free at a couple grocery stores around me. And uh, it's basically just a big uh, LED display with advertisements right at the front of the store. You can charge your EV, go inside, or I mean, the, it looked like a couple people were were there all day. I've been there a couple times, and it's the same 
Uh, there's one Tesla parked right up front. So I don't know if someone works there and charges it all day. But uh, I did see that it was free charging. I thought that was kind of a different uh, a business model to have free charging. And, you know, some of the, the advertisers, I guess, are paying them to, to keep the keep the lights on, so to speak. So this one is at 950. Uh, there is only one analyst on it, but it represents a 31.5% uh, upside. It had just really caught my eye as far as a, a different business model. It looks like it had been trading up near that $17 range. Uh, I'm not saying to to buy it or run out and grab any. I, just something that uh, caught my eye is, you know, more chargers coming around and uh, some more more opportunity out there. Um, heard a good amount of stuff about PaySafe today. Everyone's been talking about that one. And that ticker is PSFE. And uh, that one has, uh, they had a deal come out with uh, DraftKings. So that one is uh, going to be integrated into that platform somehow. And, uh, you know, it's it's trading fairly cheap right now. It's been dropped down from, uh, where's the high on the year? Uh, 1957 was the high, and it's currently in the eights. Uh, so it's closed the day at 893. Um, that one is, uh, I've heard a lot of people have a lot of good things to say about it. Haven't done too much research on it. Uh, I just heard that it, it played off of the DraftKings, and uh, you know it's got about sixty-one percent upside on that. But uh, yeah, so the return to some of these names, you can kind of cherry pick for some of these beaten down growth stocks that have taken a beating here lately, and maybe get some of those on a on a big drop, or keep your eye out for some of those safety picks that are going to get you a dividend, and uh, ultimately pay you to wait it out where some of the growth names might be a little bit more volatile or they're definitely going to be more volatile here within the next year. Um, but this, uh, this crypto crash, let's, uh, let's get into that. Um, rough morning, real, real rough morning. So what happened, uh, between like 11 AM Eastern time and like 1110, it was just a bloodbath of uh, selling. Uh, it looks like a lot of institutions stepped in and did some some heavy selling, taking the price of Bitcoin from um, about fifty one thousand at uh, where were we nine a.m. nine fifteen a.m. and then by like I said at, at eleven eleven oh nine, I'm seeing a low of forty four thousand six seventy two. So would we lose about? six grand off of the price of Bitcoin within two hours. Uh, very brutal. Uh, like I said, I did not, excuse me, did not know what was going on and the amount of money. I mean, that was lost in, in Bitcoin, you know, granted you'd have to sell to, to realize these gains was, uh, was quite, quite brutal. Um, you know, I mean, my loss was in the in the five figures within two hours, and it's definitely rough to see. Um, I wish I had more money. I, I did have a few limit orders set. They did trigger. Um, they did not trigger at the bottom. I did not see it dropping this hard on this flash crash. Uh, it it looks like a lot of the uh, the hedge funds or investment funds sold. 
Um, some people are saying the El Salvador uh, buying the Bitcoin was a sell the news event. So I'm not too sure if that's actually what happened. It, it very well could have something to do with it. But then I'm wondering who who was then there to pick it all up because uh, a lot of the retail um, brokerages, you know, I heard a lot of people had problems with Coinbase. People were having problems with uh, Voyager and Gemini. Uh, my my order, my limit order on Binance went right through, and I know people were on Robinhood and they could buy. So it was very hit or miss as as to who could buy and who couldn't. And why we couldn't buy, I don't know if it was a, a brokerage problem or if it was that these hedge funds sold out and other hedge funds stepped in to pick them up and they were buying far more than, you know, what, what was still left for the retail investors. So if they were buying millions of dollars of Bitcoin when it, when it tanked that quick, you know, I don't know if they kind of put those in priority because they were spending so much money and then the the retail investor couldn't get their money in you know as you're buying 500 or a couple thousand dollars of bitcoin at a time if they just bumped those orders and shut it down or if there really was like a um some some kind of brokerage outage i'm, I'm not too sure what happened there uh but like i said it was brutal and one of the things that i noticed that uh makes me think that it was a lot of hedge fund selling is because Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, and Doge all went down between those those ten minutes. So it's not like Ethereum, uh, you know, Bitcoin sold off and then Ethereum followed it, but all of that selling was within ten minutes time. So it it definitely leads me to believe that uh, a couple big uh, whales of, of shareholders or token holders were doing all this selling and creating this this massive drop and then i'm sure someone else was there to to scoop it up and uh, unfortunately a, a lot of us couldn't couldn't get in or like myself as i said i i had some limit orders but i wasn't anticipating a you know a 25 30 drop in some of these so i picked it up maybe about 20 percent down on cardano and by the time i could get more money in it had come back up substantially and I, I, like I said, I didn't get that bottom. So if you did, great, good luck, uh, good looking out, and uh, you know, more power to you. And if you know, if I weren't working, I, things might have gone a little bit different. But I was fortunate enough to be able to pick up some more at a cheaper price. I still, you know, as I said, I am a long-term investor. My coins were staked. So it's not that I could have sold them all out anyhow, because they were they're locked up on the uh, the earn platform. So at, at the end of the day, I, I added more, and you know you you take the good with the bad some days. So I uh, would have liked to have had more that I could purchase with. Didn't work out that way, but I'm glad I did get to buy some of the dip. Um, you know, as, as I said, though, I'm a, I'm a long-term holder on these. I, I still think Ethereum could double by the end of 22. Um, I, I think by 2025, a lot of the different analysts are in the upper teens range, 19,000 a coin up to, I've seen some up to 30,000 a coin by 2025. And that's really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that 
Um, that long-term growth, I, I'm really not a, a trader of crypto. And I want that long-term growth, that, that generational wealth builder. You know, like when, uh, you know, buying Amazon at $5 or buying uh, things like uh, Coca-Cola back in the 30s for nothing. And now it's, you know, millions of dollars for these shares that you held on to. That, that's ultimately my goal for uh, cryptocurrency is that at long-term big gains and I, I want to set it and kind of leave it, let it, let it grow some interest while I'm holding on to it and really wait for that, uh, those big gains to roll in. So, you know, if, uh, if this one scared you or, you know, if you're looking to get started now might be a good time, at least, to buy it a little bit off that high and it's kind of come back down to reality a little bit. Um, could be a good time to to start averaging in if you're not in or if you are looking to add to your position. Could be a good time to do that as well. Uh, I'm definitely I've got I've got my limit orders on Ethereum set at uh, 3250, and uh, I've got some limit orders on Cardano down at uh, 230, and then at 215. So if we get back down to that low that we tested this morning i'll uh, i'll be ready for it so uh keep your keep your money ready uh have it in the account so when when days like these do come you will be ready to order or ready to buy and not scrambling to get money because you know as we saw on that price chart today it was two hours you don't get much of a warning and it, it dropped six thousand dollars uh and then you know soon after we came up uh 11.44, we were 47.400. And at, uh, what was it? At, let me see. Keeps bouncing off the bottom. At 11.09, we were 44.6. So it came up $3,000 in 40 minutes. So, you know, like I said, you, it's going to be real hard to get right at that bottom price. But uh, if you can average in on the way down or even on the way back up, uh, you'll certainly be in a better spot. So, have the money ready. Uh, have that plan, and uh, if you're if you're a long-term investor, just use these uh, opportunities to buy, and uh, don't don't get scared about the the volatility because it's it's uh, normal for crypto. It, this this can always happen. You know these 30 percent swings are uh, are very possible. This one was just a very fast crash, uh, but hopefully we recover. Hopefully we can get some get some money in and all get out there and grow together. Um, you know, as I've said before, if you've got any questions that you want addressed, please feel free to reach out. If you uh, want to take advantage of some of the offers that we have, uh, there's some different uh, links in the description for crypto.com or Binance as well as E-Trade. And, uh, you know, let's get out there and get after it and see what we can't do with this next drop. I'm sure there's going to be another one that we can invest in here short, uh, soon. And let's just be ready for it. Um, so thanks for uh, checking it out. Please uh, feel free to uh, subscribe and, and share this podcast and keep it growing. And uh, thank you guys for stopping by and uh, visiting with me here today. Uh, take care. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. 
Check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our Anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.